Hey, I'm Pat B. And I'm Adam Willis. And I'm just Johnny. Mix McCobb. And this is the Geek Down on WEMF Radio. Leaping forward bionically. Love it. And I, this is very inspiring. I'm leaping. Truck the jewel. And I get that look in the face. I can't see. It's radio. Pause. Back it up. Ah, cleared my throat. Let's go, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Geek Down here on WEMF. I am Pat B. To the side of me, I look to my main man. Your hair is in the, uh, 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 normally today, man. Am I ha- hairier? I don't know. I, is I'm, this I'm, my arms? <laughs> you look like the uh, the second day team. Where are we at the lunar <laughs> cycle? Like, 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 you, like you just came down. It's like right when he gets out of the huddle in that first basketball game. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, uh, Adam, I mean, that, that explains why you were busting layups before, before we got here. Yeah. I was wondering. I so, thank you. Yeah. You're well, yes, I am Adam Willis. Pleasantly uh, Cynical of manless black animals. <laughs> the hairy man part. Yeah. My back's not hairy, though. That's all that really matters to me. Not hairy yet. Breaking news. You heard it, you heard it here first. <laughs> Anyways, Patrice, that, you're that, looking that first, well. That first HJ from Boof, and you were right there. I am doing okay, my friend. It's been an interesting uh, week ahead, uh-huh. and, then a, and then a less interesting weekend. Yep. And now a uh, stressful couple of days, and I'm happy to be here on the air where I can really vent. Yeah, man, you, were, I think. you were uh, bent out of shape last week, but uh, we cheered you up we got you you know some good airtime we had a good you show did. and I, that, I, that, I that, that pumped your tires a little bit i was i was worried about you going home like yeah. i'm just gonna take this uber off the cliff I was on yeah. cloud nine <laughs> and 11 <laughs> stuff man no gas on myself it was beautiful yeah just have right, some bugles nice. and you know call it a night yeah thank you thank you very much all right of course we look over to the man looking very busy just john you he has no time for BS. No time. He has no time to introduce himself. Yeah, yeah no time That's for right. elaborate introduction. Soon, none of this. My energy level's low. I need some more chocolate energy oh. bars. I got. I oh, got but some. where would I possibly get <laughs> some of those? I don't know. Maybe go to the black market. And Here you go, bro. I'm gonna. Yeah. We can, <laughs> I'm charging you for plugs, you man. Pringles Let's pull out Pringles at the pocket. We have a pair, and of course I just look sit here it. and eat Pringles in front of the. <laughs> Okay, okay, promoting the, um, actually, you know what, Pringles are really good for, uh, starting fire. For you. For me? No, I, I, can't, I can't have Pringles. Pringles are a bad really thing. Oh, yeah, Pring- no, actually, Pringles are not gluten-free. Mm, they are not. They are not. They would kill me. In- well, not they are, they are nice fakey. They're salty anyway, Pat, carbs. Pat's yeah. trying to introduce me. Yeah, I'm those, way I'm so more important sorry. than Pringles. I'm those so sorry, helpful mix. hints came from, oh, those helpful hints came from the one, the only, Mix Macabre. Yo, what up? The slimiest it? of the slime. I'm, I'm pretty slimy right now. Yeah, you look fine. You're fine. You look good. Come on. Of course, keeping us sounding amazing, crisp, and delicious every week. DJ Herbie Herb. Hey guys. Hey. <laughs> I'm surprised. Hello. You really sounds like hey, 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 hey. I couldn't give a room about being here. Get over. Get on with the show. <laughs> He's all friendly this week. Hey guys. What are you reviewing again? Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> now, speaking of reviews, we have an awesome it. show lined up. We have Ooh. reviews of Black Panther Adventures, the new comic line out comic line. It's the new comic anthology out from uh, Marvel right before the, the 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 movie that's coming out. Yes, it that's is. That's gonna be an event. Yeah. Man, we are is... we are mere ninety six hours away from the release. Yeah, I am the, the, uh, the highest selling. Well, the pre-ticket, you know pre-sales. what I mean? Pre-sale, yep. thank you, that's the word I was searching for. Pre-sale yeah, tickets uh, of any of the Marvel properties. People are pumped for this, as am I. Can you blame them? This is an epic I cannot. Event. You're right. This is history in the making. Mm-hmm. I've never seen folks so excited, so jazzed. Angela Bassett, man. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, what, no, I'm I, pumped for her. I, I'm excited to see Angela Bassett's performance as well. Um, uh, dude, I am so enamored with the fact that uh, 
this has gotten so much love online. But you know what I really, really don't like is, uh, I don't know if it was a tweet or something posted on their thing. It was, uh, I think it was directly from Marvel saying, this is, you know, the first uh, blockbuster by a black lead actor and something like that. That's just patently untrue. No, very much so. But they'll push this type of they stuff. They are, but that's like, that's, that's almost... That's, well, no, that's they're, gassing, that's not they're good. gassing their own project. And also, keep in but mind... But they're pumping it up, but then they're just lying to you about the... You know, this is a big deal for a lot of reasons. Namely, like, that it is a predominantly black movie in terms of cast, in terms of who actually created True, this also, thing. But so it is not the Spike first, Lee, whatever, like, so people... by John Singleton. They're completely ignoring a lot of... A lot, uh, and uh, it's actually disrespectful, you know what I mean? Look at Blade, so, look at, like, I'm Hancock, look at any of these things, you know what I mean? It's and the, the worst thing I can do right now is let myself get mired in that. Well, you know, I'm going to be upset at this, and I'm going to be angry, and I'm going to start. No, just enjoy the movie. Hates me right. All that's going to do right. is put a negative um, air around what should be, and I'm hoping will be a very positive event. When this movie premieres this weekend, yes, I'm hoping it's nothing but droves of positive. And energy. it should be just about the movie, the movie and not about that tweet or about like all the way people like, I think this movie is racist because they don't have enough, you know what I mean? Stuff like that, which you're going to hear, but let's tone all that out and enjoy this because this is a fantastic project that I think we're all excited for. Indeed, anyways. indeed. There'll be a lot of strategic protests that we've got to uh, prepare for. Uh, it's it's going to happen. Everyone's you know protesting what? something now, and uh, I think the the Black Panther movie should be on the back burner. Man, that's all I'm going to say is I'm excited. Are you excited? I am excited. John, are you excited? I'm excited. Mix nice. excited. Mix, I'm mix excited. is at full two messings already. Um, Herb, you <laughs> excited? <laughs> Herb, Herb, okay. Herb, Herb's showing us, man. Never mind this dude. All right. Also, we have Divinity Original Sin. Two. Two. Excuse me. The, the sequel. Deuce. We, Less we Original Sin. We reviewed that first one, didn't we? Did we not? Uh, original Copycat Sin. Uh, yes. <laughs> all right. It's the Less Original Sin. Um, <laughs> so the first time when you poked the badger with a spoon, right? Yeah, 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 you can take a spoon, you can craft with it, you can uh, stir a pot to make some food. It's great. Yeah. Right. Part two, you can just stir. You used to just <laughs> put it in there. Right. And Eddie, now it's spicy. Eddie is the reference falling flat on the geek down oh, here. But no, so no, bad. it's okay, dude. I'm anxious to hear about this one. Uh, this is a Steam game. We mistakenly thought it was a Nintendo Switch Your game earlier. No, no, it's, uh, it's a Steam game. It also, I believe, came out on uh, consoles, but... Um, Okay, so it is out on it is out on Switch. It's not out on Switch though. They okay. announced it to come out on Switch uh, probably sometime later on this year. Mm. I don't think they gave an actual release date yet, and okay. that actually might tie into the console versions of it, where they announced as a full blown package of here's all the here's the console ports coming. Mm. Switch was part of that announcement, mm. and it took the forefront oh, because. Okay. It's Switch. Okay, now I'm also wondering, like, if they're gonna go Switch and they've they've got all the con all the consoles lined up, are we gonna see some? Oh, excuse me. Yeah, it's on the air. Are we gonna see VR possibly? VR for this? No, it, it's just the way the game is presented. I just don't see it happening. All right, all the perspective right. Perspective itself. So my Virtual Boy uh, dreams are dashed a bit. Yeah, they are. They are. No, no black and red for you. I was so looking forward to no! my dreams, man. This day and age. Jazz is ready. Adam, you too. Yeah, man. They, 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 it's they, over they've for crushed me. They've crushed it. Yep. It's, it's okay. You'll still get your no, time for the no. engage. <laughs> All right. And, of course, we have House Party. Oh, this thank is a God. New House Party. The new, um, it's a new Ribald theme game that's out now. Um, actually, is it, is it, is it probably House yeah, Party's one of my it's favorite, in, bro. It's in uh, uh, beta. Uh, um, I, I was playing an advanced copy, so I think it's in beta. It definitely okay. is not finished. Like, it's it has a lot. This will make House Party look like House Party 2. 
No, don't say that. No, yeah. when, when, when you see this game, we'll put up some video later. But when you see this game, you'll find it is such a disservice to to the to the, uh, the legacy of kid and play to compare. <laughs> to I don't think they can take any more we'll, blows. We'll either. get there later, friends. We'll, uh, we'll have a nice chat about house we, party. Yeah, we got uh, we got we got conversations coming. Okay. All right, all right, all right. To be continued, and we will lay in <laughs> later on. But do this we have to This is gonna be impossible to show a graphic for this game. Now there's <laughs> trying to find something. There's gotta be something. There's some nice. Yes. that were worn. Yes. It's either everything's black boxed or censor boxed or something. You know what? Show find one that says censor right across, be. and I think the message will come across loud and clear. Yeah. What's it? Oh. Loud and clear and wet and sp- I was not warned no. that the game no. would be like this. I'm just putting that out there. Did it shock oh. you a little? You got a little? Wait, it is I got a little verklempt. To shock, to shock <laughs> the, the, the I got verklempt. That's the correct word, I think. The macabre right. one was I started, shocked. I started schwitzing. I think I think people will buy the game on that. I turned into a Jewish person. I got schwitzing. Turn Jewish. Hey, the Meshuga. I don't feel good. I need to lie down. Okay. Did you, did you just say the Meshuga? I said the Meshuga. That's that's no. Super wrong. You're Meshuga. They they must sugar release. They must sugar. And they must sugar releasing this this. Uh, mm. this I, don't, I, I only know so much. Yiddish. What do we got? Ugh and vey. Ugh. What do we got? I had a good one. You threw my concentration off. It's okay. It's all right. <laughs> I'll take a sh- I just uh, do my whole review you, in Yiddish. You, you've uh, undercut I have my, my, my Yiddish. So just, anyway. Uh, black, I, I'm at a loss. It's, it's not good to be tongue-tied when I got a microphone on my black, face. Kill black it. Panther comic. Uh, yeah, yeah, Let's yeah. Go no, no, no. Adventure. We're, we're going to close out. Stop it. We're going to close out with uh, the long-awaited, uh, uh, with, with bated breath, Adam has the inside stuff I was on holding my Cloverfield Paradox. I thought we were ending that. Yeah, we are. That's what I'm talking about. All right. About. No. Well, then I'm still in the We were giving the rundown. But you already brought ah, that up. Ah, screw it. Look, I got to check out Black Panther Adventures. It's a new anthology from Marvel Comics. Dude, uh, I expected this would be the latest installment from Ta-Nehisi Coates. Yes. Who's been writing the Black Mm-mm. Panther uh, 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 issues for the last couple of years. And mm, this is actually... Right? Yeah. It's, uh, it's been a while. It's been a couple of years, I think. Maybe. Yeah. Or at, le- at least one year. But definitely a big deal when you get a... You know, a Guy of that caliber, you know the the intelligentsia. Yeah, when you know. he took on the writing of Black Panther, it was big news. It was good to get a prominent black writer on this uh, title, which for a long time has been written by and no, and not taking anything away from them, there have been some really good stories. But Caucasian writers who didn't have the same uh, world experience, personal life experience that we and no experience writing comics, merit. but like he was known for his, you know, really intense. You know, essays in the Atlantic, and obviously his book. Uh, what was it? Was the name of it? Was off. Uh, I'm I heard. don't have the title. Off the world in me, or uh, one of those. We but can Google that later on. But someone who has the uh, personal insight, that pedigree, to right. relate more to the character. Yes, that yep. pedigree. Um, now, this wasn't this uh, specific anthology, Black Panther Adventures, wasn't written by Coates as we uh, initially thought, but is more of a lead-in an introduction to Black Panther to anyone who's unfamiliar before the uh, movie we've mentioned a few times comes out this yeah. weekend, this upcoming weekend. And I think it may mislead a few people because, as I said, I myself... I think most people are probably going into it. I know when you said you were this is what you were reviewing, I'm like, oh, it's just the next one in the, the, the Codes line. Yeah, if but, anything, I thought this would be along the same lines as any other title that carries the Adventures moniker on there, you know, much yeah. like uh, Batman Adventures. And have you read X-Men. any of the Tony Codes? 
I've read a couple. Books. The thing is, I was never a Black Panther reader. Like it was never on my right. regular subscription list. But when he took over, I figured this is a big event. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna start collecting these issues, man, and see where it goes. It's going to great places. And then I read the first couple issues, and I'm like, I can't. I can't follow. I this. did the this same. Is, I'm. I'm. I'm happy you said that because I felt the same way. I think there's so much praise coming out, and I feel like these people don't read comics. Well, the thing is, you know what I mean. I think I they're think taking the name, and they were like, "Oh, look what he's doing," like that. And it wasn't, it wasn't bad mm-hmm. by any standard. But like, I just, it was hard for me to follow. It was hard for me to get into it. But I liked the, the, the kind of route he took for it, where it's just like this, this, you know, this place of Wakanda mm-hmm. where it, it takes place. It's like, this is supposed to be the most like advanced technological place. In the universe, yeah, that was you know what I mean. Well, but it also has this this thing where there's kings and queens, this antiquated way of doing things. Like, how do you yeah, kind of bridge that, that type of thing? Of Marvel comics, but that's a good though. that's a good way to go about mm-hmm. it. You know what I mean? It's like how is this so advanced in one way and so kind of seemingly backwards with the times? Well, maybe, but Marvel that's Comics has always gone out of its way to present. We have a futuristic society. We have a cosmic um, uh, organization. Uh, organization um, a cosmic. Um, uh, 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 dang it, what's the word for a uh, cosmic uh, societal structure that is technologically advanced? They're, um, they're, uh, magically, uh, magically. Well, in that, yeah. Enchantedly. They're inclined. Spellbound. Any, anything yeah. sufficiently scientifically advanced can be viewed as magic. Well, I mean, more along the lines of individuals have powers, uh, in, uh that they we get you, yeah. Yeah. Personally. Yeah. All right, well. Well, so, what I like uh, is you could also be speaking to Asgard in that. Okay, right. fair. But societies around that structure where you would think because our own society has advanced uh, beyond uh, the monarchy and monarch structure uh, to a more democratic um, uh, That's where I think it was going. Like, how and is this still in place when... Well, Marvel has combined these. That's what I'm getting at. Marvel has a history of doing this, and they've made it work in a lot of their different titles. And more you see that on the cosmic level, you don't really see that on Earth. And Wakanda is a uh, is the exception to that. Wakanda has always been a structure that operated under one king, who's also the primary protector. And the society itself has separated itself from the modern world. Not to say they're not modernized. In fact, um, in several of the books, they uh, in fact uh, uh, bringing it back to uh, Black Panther Adventures, it was chronicled in a couple of the titles that are contained within this anthology. That a long time ago, Wakanda stopped. Um, putting most of its government resources towards defense and uh, and conquering <gasps> of its neighbors. If and that put happened it all now, that would be a big, you know. Oh yeah, no, we'd be in that's Utopia, it. probably. I don't know. Like, we need a you know a hundred billion dollar navy because we have so many you know sea battles. Oh jeez, <laughs> we're we're not in a good place in the American government right now. Mm-hmm. But Wakanda is uh, in their own utopia, and they're a hidden society set in uh, the center of Africa. In my dreams, the president makes a tweet about Wakanda. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine. Like, that. I can only hope. What is Confefe, Kanda? Oh, yeah, no. Confefe, the primary export. I was going to say, isn't that where isn't that growing in Wakanda? The main export of Wakanda is Confefe. Yeah, we must ban all Wakandans. Oh, they've, that's they've so good. Writing his bad tweets for him. But like, can you imagine like somebody talks to him and like, problem. so what's your main stance on Wakanda? And it's like Something him like just like jumping Wakanda's in on that. Wakanda's a beautiful country. I haven't been there, but everything I hear about it is fantastic. I think oh we're going to tax them as much as we can. I remember the oh, president no. of Wakanda. He was very uh, receptive. <laughs> he has a weak handshake though. He couldn't. Oh my no. God. 
shot. Um, <laughs> but Black Panther Adventures, like I mentioned before, uh, really discusses the early um, history of Black Panther. And a lot of these stories are, um, they're acknowledging the advancements of Black Panther, the character in Marvel Comics today, but they're set in um, essentially a rehash of early Black Panther stories. The first time uh, Black Panther met the <clears throat> Avengers or worked with uh, the X-Men. The first time, uh, or one of the early stories of when Black Panther uh, uh, teams up with the Fantastic Four and told in a very quick, uh, Herb, I'm getting some uh, feedback from the microphone here. Um, and we're getting a very quick, inter um, I guess Saturday morning cartoon or, uh, or Sunday uh, comic. Yeah. level of uh, story interaction where See, really never... quick the, in the introduction the meeting the conflict and the conflict resolution all happen within a few pages yeah do you yeah. think that this is set up for to just be an intro for people to get hyped for the movie like this is a jumping off point for no, people totally. who don't sounds it comics? yeah it sounds it think... sounds like there, there was something again not to make everything like let me bring it back to the thaw comics but prior to ragnarok there were similar releases that were kind of like here's a summary for you yeah i mean it's it's not as well known for a lot of people. I think even on this show, I asked, you know, I wasn't familiar with Black Panther as much, and I asked you, you know, about its history. And you take him as I've essentially known. like a, a Black Captain America. Uh, pretty much. More um, life in terms of like kind of the powers, you know what I mean? That yeah, he abil seems to ability best, wise, Black Not Panther like culturally in any way, and what he means, he means a completely different thing, but at least true. in terms of ability and, and such, that's how I kind of. Well, yeah, it's gone on record on several comics as uh, having Captain America said Black Panther is one of the few people that could ever fight him to a standstill. Yes. And you're right, societally um, and uh, backstory-wise, uh, Black Panther is very different, but right. um, ability-wise, uh, yeah, Black Panther is on par with Captain America. That's always been the hit comics history. In the films, in the cinematic universe, the uh, Black Panther we've seen uh, portrayed uh, standing against... Yeah, uh, Chadwick Boseman, yep, standing against uh, Captain America, Iron Man, uh, well, most of the Avengers, really, uh, has shown a slightly different, slightly amended power, um, uh, power set in which more, a, uh, more in line with Iron Man. A lot of the uh, ability comes from the suit. You know, he's yeah. able to jump tall. Uh, right, jump can, you know, withstand, you know, a certain degree of damage and stuff Absolutely, like that. Which I think shows harmed. growth. I'm very excited to see that employed, because uh, it'll add to the character in the comics i feel it's more of a stale uh power set and i think that really uh uh um that really addresses one of the reasons why a lot of people aren't as familiar with black panther as they as they are with the other avenger members you know um he's always been more of a back burner character uh initially meant to show we have a prominent black figure in a, in a popular book like the avengers but the avengers hadn't always been a popular book and yeah. a lot of the titles before the mcu came into play uh, had fallen almost into obscurity. I think the only that's one of the things that's brought him back in Black only Panther comic I got of Black Panther before any of this was uh, he basically took over the role of Daredevil in Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. well, yeah. what, what book is that? You know, he, he so he loses his powers, but he becomes becomes a Hell's Hell's Angels savior. Yeah, that's the thing they've done uh, a, a lot in the last few years in the mix. I think you can you can attest to this too. They've had Black Panther be a substitute. For certain characters, yeah, like uh, a fill-in, you know what I mean, which is kind of disrespectful in a way. Well, but part maybe, of it is but... that, like, it's just he's been very underutilized. I mean, there's some really good, like, '90s uh, storylines using Black Panther, and then of course, like, 
him marrying Storm was like a huge awesome deal. That was awesome. That is super awesome. I'm, I'm glad y'all like that. I, I didn't dig it. It felt to me. It felt too much to me like Token Black can only marry Token Blacks. Mm. I uh, I and mean I guess it could be you. seen like that, but like they are both literally like royalty. Like it kind of they makes, are, like they're on me, par with each but other. Like, so obviously a thing. You know what I mean? It was. Uh, I think I think it, it, it comes down to the interpretation. I myself didn't like it because I've seen a lot of those moves played for uh, played for big comic stunts. And this anthology does acknowledge that, including when, uh, at the point when uh, Black Panther works with the X-Men for the first time, he's already had a pre-existing relationship with Storm. And they have their whole, it's kind of like a Hawkeye, um, stuck on it. Uh, it's kind of like Black a- Black uh, uh, No, no, no. Uh, a Hawkeye and um, Major Houlihan from MASH relationship. Oh, okay, that Hawkeye. Yeah. <laughs> like they have no, a, I, we're talking Marvel Comics. I'm I sorry. Know, that's, nah, not not anymore. Well, that's why I was trying to point out uh, quicker. So talking that Alan Alda here. Made, but there's, uh, a ba- there's a backstory b- b- uh, between them that you can tell. It's, it's, it's palpable. You can feel it in the air, but they have to have their own side conversation while the uh, overbearing conflict is, mm. is, 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 is taking place. Anyways, this has gone far, uh, far, far longer than I expected it to. Right. What getting at is the anthology of Black Panther is meant more to introduce new readers to Black Panther in preparation for the new uh, movie coming out. And I'll give it a uh, thumbs up. But it's going to be a very weak thumbs up because as a comic reader, as a uh, as a fan of uh, really action heavy comics and where the story progresses, this is more this, more, this reads more like a kitty book. And I understand why, because a lot of these are retellings of original stories uh, of stories that originated a long time ago in Black Panther's history. And they're it's just also, like, getting it people up necessary, to speed. you know, exactly to yeah. get people up to speed. A lot of people like you want to say, be like, oh, you know, I've been following Black Panther. I'm really excited. That's the only but they want to be excited, giving- but they also want to know what they're getting into before they get there. They want to be able to yeah, tell Black their Panther friends, like, I know what's going on. Black Panther typically is not, as discussed, is not as approachable as many other, there aren't Correct. these, like, you know, if you go to just a casual comics fan, you could be like, oh, what's your favorite Avengers storyline from the comics? And be like, oh, I liked, you know, Secret Wars. I liked whatever. And you can, like, bring up something. But Black Panther doesn't necessarily have those overarching moments. That's not the for pro- the casual fan, yeah. That's yeah. the problem. And I'll say something that's right what I'm there. Saying. For the casual non-black fan, yes. For the casual black fan, even, you've even come that, across... Yeah. No, my friend. You've come across Black Panther at several points. And the problem with Black Panther is... Her, I'm still getting an echo. Maybe it's the... I think the mic's uh, cutting off a little bit, yeah. too. But um, for the uh, casual black fan, you've come across several Black Panther stories because you're more inclined to search out black characters. And the problem with Black Panther is every one of those stories, the more prominent ones especially, have been uh, wrapped in the story of some other figure. Mm. And not to make any big thing of it, but most notably the white characters that have been more prominent. Black Panther as a side character in Fantastic Four. Black Panther as a, as a background character in Avengers. Black Panther as a friend of who's um, who's featured in this X-Men book. That's always been the case. And mm-hmm. very few have followed Black Panther themselves. So we've known Black Panther, but there just isn't that much uh, to uh, solo stories for the character. So the reason I'm giving it a thumbs up is because that's what this book is attempting to do. And it's a soft thumbs up because the material has been out there. And I don't think it's too much for as comic fans to seek out those books. But because Marvel hasn't made them as readily available as they could, that's not the fans' fault. And I mean, I guess that's not um, the fault of any uh, current generation because things like Milestone Comics have shown that these things exist. And it's fallen on folks uh, who create these to present to present to make them more available and we have the internet now where you can seek out these things when they're not available at your local comic shop or your local uh whatever outlet you get comics from 
so this fault to have on both sides. That's why it's not a thumbs down. There That's was why a it's a thumbs up. It's a soft thumbs up. But I do recommend anyone who's unfamiliar. Sorry, no, no, it's fine. There, I do recommend that anyone who's unfamiliar with Black Panther, this will be a good way to usher you in and just get you ready for the upcoming film release. Well, that sounds Final like it's doing exactly what it needs to do. Yeah. Yeah. I was just saying a couple years back there was that really good animated comic. I, I hesitate to say animated show because what it was it was one of those like barely any movement mm -hmm. shows. Yep. Uh, but there was the Black Panther one for that. Starring Jaimon Hunter. So good. Really? It had the mm -hmm. best theme song. Uh, no, voice work by Jaimon Hunter. Voice work by Malik. It was voice so good. It was absolutely phenomenal. I think Ving Rhames. Uh, it was just on there too. really, really, really good. A strong, strong story. And again, like just it had one of the best opening themes. The problem with that is anything. it ran on BET, which yeah. is which was both good for it and bad for it it's, because it limited it the just, audience yep. range and I think it gave a, it a lack, it limited the respect that a good show could have gotten. So it's very important that things like the movie are being so well received now. Uh, at least prior yeah, to Yeah, but if you're, yeah, if I'm, you're, I'm you're listening and you're looking for something like, hey, I don't really know much about Black Panther, what's something I can easily absorb to get into it? I recommend seeking out the Black Panther miniseries. You can find it different, a couple different places online. Online, Probably or people YouTube, forget to. It's well. okay to be lost sometimes too. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean the movie. The movie like, is meant to can... be standalone. You don't have to have a background. But I'm saying if you're like, right. oh man, I'm so hyped for Black yeah. Panther. Yeah. What's a really good jumping off point? This would be a really accessible way. It had a really clear storyline and it really set up things so many in an easily understandable. Iron Man fans before 2007. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, like right? everybody knew every story about like hey, we man, all were big Ant Man fans, got, right? I got that laminated copy of Demon in a Bottle. Yeah. Well, it's like even Guardians of the Galaxy. That wasn't. There's no story away. Which oh, they were all together like that, no, you know what I mean? So there, it's, there hasn't been, there wasn't How dare you besmirch the Guardians of the Galaxy? <laughs> Look, before. They were all together just in that But right Yondu lineup. had that giant boat. No, it's the worst. Oh, no, guys, no, guys, no, guys, so, I, I was just like, oh, so thank you. So before bad. the movie came out, how <laughs> many people even knew? So bad. Not, let alone Nobody. knew who Yondu was. Me. Even pick this dude out of a lineup and identify what the hell he looked like. Because Yondu had a big fig. Weird ass fin. He also mean, like, wore, he, wore loin, he had a loincloth. I mean, yeah, he had those. He had those. Mm -hmm. uh, those shoulder pads. Yep. That that came up into these big. The first comic. I don't even know what you call? It looks like fun, one of the road warriors from just, uh, uh, wrestling. Fun mix no, of he made, fact, he made you humongous. <laughs> looked almost uh, formally dressed Boy. compared to the, the original. Uh, first oh, comic, the first comic I ever bought with my own money yeah. was in, uh, I can't remember the exact issue number offhand, but it was in 1994, and it was The Return of Yondu, return. issue of Wait, Guardians of the Yondu Galaxy. Go? I have no idea, because this is the first is where I started. The lunch. The cover line. art is yeah. this terrible drawing of Yondu just like pulling his bow, but like his feet are at like a jaunty angle, oh, and he's wearing like, you know, one exposed shoulder in his terrible outfit. Like my mom in the 80s. Well, of course, Yandu had to cut off one breast because Amazon's Amazon was getting No, I will be fair. The only reason oh, I knew gosh. these things, we've talked about this actually. I had the full yeah. collection of uh, the 1994 and then uh, eventually the 19, the full collection of the 1995 uh, Fleer Marvel cards. Clear, wow, yeah. like a basketball card almost. Well, well yeah, the, no the notoriously well done. Like the, uh, uh, a set of comic cards that I mean, the years before were crap. They were like cartoonishly sure, they drawn. They kind of had this like shimmering kind of. Yeah, uh, it, was, it was 1994, it. and then to a lesser degree 1995, where for some reason they got all these like Did amazing have all the cool, painters, all the cool Nova characters. Yeah, yeah well, <laughs> okay, you got. Hey, I learned Names. all about the cosmic characters from those. No. But they, they were like impossibly done, like Bob Ross, speedball. And beyond level work. <laughs> 
for 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 comic characters. They're all like nicely painted, uh, well lit. They all looked really like cinematic and awesome. And, and they, they were had all the in most, the forest. And they had like they only had like a paragraph description on the back, but it was like yeah, in that paragraph you got more information than you did from like reading entire books. runs of yeah. the comics. Wow. Yeah. yeah, and I knew all these, and I studied them. Like, wow, I read DC, but Marvel comics is. A so, of course, <laughs> I went out and got the comics afterwards. No, like, what's I'm so the sorry. Hell kind of crap yeah, is this? that's not. Why well, is there so, so many person, pouches on this fool? One good company era. did their job, and the other one company, you know, nailed it. And I'm like, cool. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm going to get the next year's batch and see what the hell Morbius. I, I better got, check this out. Yeah, and then I got the uh, the 1995 Fleer cards, and I'm like. Who got fired? But they were basketball cards. I say, like, I don't have every yeah. issue of the 90s Morbius. No, I, I, every single Rise of the Midnight Suns well, crossover. Okay. To, to, be, to be fair, I don't, I don't think, I don't think uh, out of out of just, like, sheer respect for themselves, Comic Shop wouldn't carry the whole runs. I remember mm. I remember several of those issues. <laughs> These are bitter. Man, okay. I, the, I I fell out of it so hard for so long. I, I, I went back to reading Justice League um, Elite, where they were featuring uh, Bronze Tiger. As like the main Ooh, character, A okay, squad that's, there. Yeah, that's how bad the Bronze Tiger. He's third place. I was tiger. fooled, my friend. <laughs> Bull was pulled over. Right eyes. behind Tony the Tiger okay, and look, Tiger Woods. Okay, here's how bad it was. I retired from Fleer and got the 1996 Flare collection of Spider-Man Whoa. cards. Okay, right, that's how bad. Never, it was. I, the only cards I ever had Talking were the Next Demo Generation Goblin, ones. Goblin Queen. Is like Yo, Goblin Queen is Goblin Queen. Don't are you? You're, no, oh my yes, God! I show called The Geek Down. I think we have. I can't believe you're dunking oh, on I'm, Goblin I'm, Queen. I'm, I'm dunking on Goblin Queen, on Demogoblin. I'm so upset on, right now. Uh, well, well, there's one more Goblin I'm forgetting. There was Hobgoblin, Green Goblin, Hobgoblin. Uh, Demogoblin. Hobgoblin. Don't make me name Queen. every Goblin. No. There, 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 no. I'm there? so there's, upset there's, right there's, now there's, that you dunk on Goblin Queen. One more I know I'm forgetting. All right, but Goblin Queen is the best. Way later on. She's got all that underboob. Oh, yeah. Like uh the the uh what is it when when Norman came back and it turned out that he was banging it was Norm McDonald was, uh that was a gray goblin but that was way yeah goblin. yeah well there was, yeah, was, like, was, was like, always a gray that's, song, that's, yeah. that's too much like gray Hulk we got we got we got we got we got to get a hybrid inter inter interstitial inter you know what we're taking away from Divinity yeah uh just Johnny's over there he's looking pissed off I want to know why my friend gonna kick it over just Johnny got to play Divinity two Electric Boogaloo give us the lowdown sir. So, Divinity 2 Original Sin, sequel to Divinity Original Sin. They're doing it Original was, Sins left and right. Yep. Uh, that was a... The moonwalking on sacred ground. That was a Kickstarter game that uh, became very successful, and it was a Kickstarter game for a franchise, the Divinity franchise, mm -hmm. which is this old uh, top-down, top isometric, uh, action-y-ish... Tactical, more tactical. Wait, now uh, from what I RPG looked, from what, from what I saw, it looked a lot along lines of uh, similar to the Dynasty series. Dynasty. Yeah, you know Dynasty. No. Uh, D Dynasty Warriors, man. No, 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 definitely not. Okay, no, all right, then lay it on me, dude. I've, 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 I've been misinformed. <laughs> so Dynasty, full soap operas and divinity. <laughs> so it, it's a, it's a. It's a PC sort of uh, mainstay back in like the late 90s and early 2000s where mm -hmm. just about most of the PC games were either RTSs or tactical action-y RPGs, mm -hmm. uh, point-and-click RPGs. Uh, and Divinity was one was one of the lesser ones known about it. Uh, they came out, uh, they did the the Kickstarter to reboot it. It came out. It was absolutely fantastic. And now this is the sequel to the first one that was really, really well done. And it just does everything that the first one does. Does every single thing mm -hmm. way better. Uh, it sort of streamlines because 
the, there were definitely problems with the first one. The writing wasn't done as it was it was very hammy and sort of like all the characters were just they'd go way over the top on their on, voice acting the first video game to have top. like a, a corny story and, and poor voice yeah, right. no, no, no 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 it wasn't poorly executed it was just hammed up for the sake of just being just <laughs> over the top think like uh think what like, like robin store? hood robin hood uh and uh the men in tights like okay. that level, like like uh, the Princess Bride, mm-hmm. that level yeah, of like weirdness. So okay, it's like so taking that level of humor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like taking that level of humor into oh, a oh, more oh, serious uh, RPG, uh, tactical RPG experience uh, in this very. Wait, so this is like the gritty reboot then? This the gritty reboot of Divinity. This. So Divinity Original Sin is sort of like a reboot of the entire franchise. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the first one, they didn't pay... So what I would say is they didn't pay too much attention with the story. Not so much the story, but the writing and making the characters. But they did. It was just they made them... Every character was just completely non-serious, over-the-top in everything that was happening. They were overly flamboyant. They were overly dramatic. They were overly comical Mm -hmm. for the sake of being that. One of the first characters uh, that sort of guides you throughout the story in the first one uh, was this mage that loves turning into a cat any anytime they can and always like talks about how great it is to be a cat and and doing all these catsy things kind of, great, kind of yeah. is great to be a cat yeah. sleep yeah. Any, anytime you want oh. people bring you food all, the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. all over the place and pretend oh i had an accident oh, yeah. again the regurgitation just definite hairballs like claiming you a territory definite okay, that nods smell to uh, bestiality in in the okay, first I, I, one okay you went there i, I didn't uh, the, Oops, the game man. went there i didn't go there all right divinity so, yeah. Wait, wait. Hold on. A game called Divinity. Yep. Uh, original Sin. You, you would think there'd be some kind of like holy uh, theme to it. Yeah, it eventually about- builds its way towards that. And so in the first one, it's about your characters and how you realize your characters are way more important into the story. Mm-hmm. Same thing here, except done from a different perspective. So the first game has you as source hunters. Uh, trying to solve this murder mystery mm-hmm. and that's a big chunk of the first part of the game is is figuring that out and going to different places gathering clues Someone almost like killed the cat. you kind of feel like a, a scooby-doo <laughs> type of thing is going on because you have to talk to a lot of different npcs these oh dude there's you know, nothing more just just like than- well, just like the first game, the second one is also very heavy into the role-playing and into the uh, the NPC character interactions and talking to other people in town. But unlike the first one, there are multiple ways in Divinity Original Sin 2 to do or solve or to progress in a, in a sub-quest. I was really hoping you say to do harm to these people that annoy you. Well, yeah. You can you can outright kill NPCs. There's none of the invincible. Can I have fun with it? You yes. I've you tripped can, them into a trench. They can't swim. I watch them drown in a puddle. They die. Whatever story or, or quests are associated with them are gone. But you can still progress in the game. It is it's very out there and sort of like how multifaceted it is with and how flexible the story is. Where you want you try to test it and it. And you're bending it and bending it, and it doesn't break. It's like, oh, you wanted to do this other thing and kill this character that you think is uh, integral to the entire end game sequence. Uh, nope, nope. Sure, go ahead, yeah. kill it, and and we'll just accommodate for that in this other way. Uh, and it, 
it adjusts. So that's one part mm-hmm. of it that uh, it executes better. The writing is better. It's toned down when it needs to be toned down. Mm-hmm. It's ramped up when it needs to be ramped up. In the first one, uh, you could talk to one of the parts that made it so whimsical is that you could talk to, if you pick up a certain talent, you could talk to animals. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in this one, they brought that back. And yeah, in this one, they brought it back. And it that's just one of the elements that makes it so interesting is that not only are the animals in this one especially are are they useful but in the first game it was like every animal was useful they're always going to give you something useful this one it's there's this random crab on the beach and you go and talk to her it's like i am this great sorceress person uh don't mess with me i i am amazing Yeah, and then, everyone knows crabs are really terrible uh, conversationists. Yeah, and, and, I mean, and that's it. It's just, it's just you go down like this massive dialogue tree with that crab talking about how grand they are and how powerful they are, and all of a sudden it's like, no, that 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 that's the end of it. But then there's how this. How delicious they are! But then there's this fiery. Yeah, can you eat the crab? Uh, you can, yeah. And then there's this fiery the, in this other area entirely. There's this fiery uh, slug queen, and if you don't have the pet, uh, the pet talk uh, talent, mm-hmm. you can't talk to them, and they immediately start attacking you. But when you do talk to them, you find out this entire like backstory lore how uh, she was betrothed to this Baraxis guy, who's apparently like this super in the first game. I don't know if it ties directly into the first game or not, but. Mm-hmm. Ties into like a super powerful sorcerer user, transforms his uh, transforms this uh, princess into the fiery slug, leaves her in order to do his own things. Meanwhile, her and all of her sort of uh, royal court are all slug people, and she commands over all of them. And she wants you to tell to announce to the rest of the world that because you tell her that Braxis is now dead, mm-hmm. she then asks you to announce to the world that she is free and available for any new prince-like suitors. Uh, yeah. and it, as it's a slug. Out as a slug. I'm so here for this. Well, well, hold, hold on there as a flaming slug. interesting and weird to me. I'm I hearing mean, some sign over here on my kind? right side. Mix, you seemed unimpressed for a while. No, you can eat the crab. This sounds great. Okay. <laughs> I can go talk to a crab and then just shove it in my mouth. All right. This is this is this is a wonderful open. I, I eagerly await to play in this world. All right. Have you, yeah. have you played the original? Um. The, the no. first. No. Uh, Divinity. Okay. No. So this is all. This is all. This is all new stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Th- this is this is new stuff. DLC, and this is also stuff that's very early in the game. Uh. So the start of this game is you're you are a source user, and source users in this universe are like very. They're thought of as being very evil people because source is sort of like uh. It's like mana, but it's soul. So you're like drinking someone's soul or what people Very appealing. believe draining their soul in order to, to use these superpowers so you're not a good like person that. well you're accused and therefore you go to prison this this sort of source uh user prison it's kind of like alcatraz and that's the first segment of this game where it is escape from alcatraz but because it's so open-ended in how you can figure out many different quests and many different subquests and how to get out and each one of them will allow you to do it or you could do multiple ones at the same time or just like kill off entire branches of a way to escape uh-huh. like there would be Sounds this one guy's like get me this one device instead of exacting revenge on my specific enemies i'm yeah. just like destroying and sending everybody to hell left and right yeah yeah, yeah. You um, oh, you drive this test. boat, you're going to hell. Yeah. Oh, you sell fruit on the corner, you're going to hell as well. Yeah. You can you can save people, not save people. Uh, so that's 
Once again, that's all like the storyline stuff. Very good, very fantastic. But what about the gameplay itself? Then? The gameplay I mean, is just like the first one, and what what made the first one so interesting, and this one takes it to the next level, mm -hmm. is that it has this big mechanic where you're laying down these uh, surfaces on the ground itself, and these surfaces, and also the weather itself and the environment sort of have a play. Mm -hmm. So if there is a pool of water, someone standing in a pool of water, you can shoot a lightning mm -hmm. attack and electrify the water and anyone standing in that water or it doesn't even have to be water mm -hmm. if you attack someone with a with a weapon and they bleed right blood is also made of water so you can electrify the blood pool and anyone standing in that blood pool gets electrified I, I, just, I, I just got a little giddy yeah, That's it's, it's yeah, wild like that. If there if there are like oil bar barrels around, or if there are mech based uh, creatures, you can attack them. Instead of blood, they bleed oil. Mm -hmm. And then if you have fire available to you, you can ignite Fortune. that oil, and it explodes in this wondrous fiery. Uh, yeah, that'd be inferno. hardcore. It's like you make you bleed, then you're gonna electrocute the blood, and uh, like, yeah, that's, no, that's, I, I, that's I'm, a great I'm fatality from Mortal Kombat right there. So hard. Okay, okay, now here. Here, here's the, the the legitimate question because I play Fallout and I'm a horrible horrible person, yep. so I just spend uh, hours on end, days if I can if I can swing it, um, just being the most sadistic a hole as I can. Yep. Uh, in the wasteland. Better to get it out can, there than in the real world, I guess. I think so. <laughs> so we're all there. Is this the game where eventually you have to jump back on the rails and play the quests and scenarios, or can I just? Uh, decide to free roam and just be the most heinous, uh, un ungodly, unholy, uh, sadistic SOB that I can. Well, uh, purely for kicks and giggles. So, so the scope is significantly. Is my middle name, sir. The scope compared to like a, an open world RPG is significantly smaller, right? Mm. Uh, you have these big open environments, but they are smaller, contained, big open environments. Mm. Uh, so. Like like uh, the opening area is this Alcatraz-like island. You're confined to this island in all the different sort of caves and places that this island leads to. You're not able to sort of go to other places immediately and, and like just really go off the beaten path. But while you're there, there are very much multiple things for you to do. Okay. So it sounds like gameplay is moving you. Story is moving you more than it was in the original version. Yes. yes. Okay. Okay. So I mean, dude, uh, would I be out of my uh, out of my way in guessing your? Um, oh yeah, definitely. Uh, place in guessing this is a, this is a positive. This is a definite thumbs up. I mean, the first game is fantastic, and this game does everything that the first one does, Improves but better. It, yeah. It's available right. on Steam hmm? uh, and just Steam, and it's for thirty. Uh, sorry, forty-five dollars on Steam. Well, not, not a bad hit. Still a hit. Not a bad hit. Yeah, uh, especially since you had the positive, um, uh, positive uh, reaction to it. Well, it, it's it's worth a full sixty dollar, a traditional sixty dollar price tag. It's absolutely worth that. And the fact that they're only charging forty five dollars for this is, yeah, like this is a hundred hour long game. Oh, best part? Yes. Multiplayer from the start, the entire campaign, the story campaign is playable I, I can't believe I, this is like a very important thing uh it's entirely how can you forget this Johnny? come on it's entirely multiplayer the game. it's you could play with four other with three other people so do four player uh co-op and all these molesting cats as you're talking as you're talking to npcs you're your other the other people that are playing in the same game as you they can do other things or make decisions that contradict your story-based decisions mm. and then you'll have a fight you have to actually fight it out with one another to decide what the group is ultimately going to do it's okay, so, wild all right hey more power to you it sounds um 
I, I don't know what to make of that last part. It's like, because you just said you can fight over what to do with the game. So I'm like, you all can bicker back and forth and yes. get nothing accomplished? Well, it, when it gets to like a major decision, yeah. yeah. All right, all right, okay. Hey, it sounds like right. living in a dorm room. Yeah, Go for it. yeah, like, should this person live or die? And you say, oh, they should live, and the other person, they yeah. should die. And it's oh, like, yeah. oh, you right. decide, You decide whether who lives or dies, just like I did in my dorm room, sure. Yes, yeah. I think we all were there. All right, Divinity time, Original Sin 2. It got Johnny sexually excited. We recommend you check it out. Oh. All right, now I'm going to kick it over to Mix Macabre. Speaking of sexually excited. Stuff. Indeed, you got to play House Party. Hajimachi. Game available right now for Steam. Or yes. It's in I think it's in beta. Right I think it's in beta. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll get the negatives out of the... Out away first it, well what is house party first uh it's a it's it's leisure leisure suit larry meets the sims so you're a dude showing up at his friend's house party it's a first person perspective and uh you're just going around this house party talking to people and there's quest chains uh of you your your goal is to bang one of the attractive chicks at this party mm-hmm. by I'll doing so you can do so by talking with them and and filling up a meter of them liking you or you can also be doing quests for them. Uh, the What kind of sucked was that it's being first person, you're using the cursor to kind of look around and moving. I, I, I mean, I'm playing, I don't have like a gaming setup. I just have like a regular laptop. Mm-hmm. So I'm using a mouse and then you're just using the keypad to move around. And it just wasn't very intuitive. It was kind of hard. I even ended up switching the keys around and it's just, it's kind of, kind of janky well, it's not like an fps control server. yeah it's not great it's just not great like you know because you, you'll like turn around to go click something but you'll turn too far and then you gotta turn back and i played with all the variables of of uh mouse cursor sensitivity and it just eh, they got some work to do on that i don't, I don't see a problem really right weird in real it's life, real weird I operate yeah. with tech like you don't have a cursor on the screen it's just like you looking forward and then you have to move your whole line of sight like you can't there's no free cursor to click in your field of vision, which I don't love. No, that's, that's but, very realistic. See, I unfortunately was born without a spine, ladies and gentlemen, so I can only... Yeah, yeah, it's real weird. But then, so anyway, <laughs> so the, your options are usually to talk to someone or to inspect them. And then you can also interact with objects, which was pretty fun, because, you know, somebody's like, oh, th- this one girl, for example, wants whippets. And the name of her quest chain is, I'm not whipped, bro. And wow. she is asking you for whippets, and you can either like shame her for wanting whippets and be like, "What are you in third grade?" Or you can go help her find whippets. So you go look in the fridge to try and find the, uh, you know, the, the Marisol, yeah. yeah. And but you can also just like has, you can uh, reach uh, in and grab a sausage and throw it at someone. <laughs> Always fun. So like it's goofy, but it's just you know it's a lot of bro humor. Again, like I am so not its target demographic, but. You know, it, it, it had its charms because you can go chat with your, this one guy who I appreciated who had kind of a, a Boston punk accent, actually. And he's, he's straight edge. And if you talk to him, he's like, I heard there's people drinking here. And he's like, uh, gives you this rant about like how he's going to go like beat up someone who keeps trying to offer him booze. Well, I and saw and that you, part. the way that you go away from him, you could be like, I'm going to go drink some orange juice. Got to go by. And like, <laughs> you know, there's some there's some witty pieces to this. Well, no, that part I, I actually like. I watched a lot of gameplay videos and prep for this. I didn't get a chance to play it myself, unfortunately. Yeah, I gave, I gave about, a solid play Frank, who he's not yeah, just yeah. straight edge. And he's not just like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, no, no. safe he's... at this party. He will physically fight yes, you yes. if you yes. try to drink at this yes. social event. If you, you walk up to him, to. one of the options is like, I'm already wasted, bro. I've had 12 shots. He will punch you in the face. Yeah. Wow. It's like he just goes there he'll to have a bad up. time. He'll straight up. So, um, <laughs> we all have friends like that. But yeah, so uh, I, I got to make sure you're honestly, just as miserable as well. if, yes. 
like I said, I'm not the target demographic for this game, but I feel you like straight edge bro dude from. Uh, uh, well, I, the game's making fun of the straight edge bro dude. This is okay. for the non-straight. This is for the the Chad contingency, if you will. Yeah. And the, the Chads, if you will, will probably enjoy this game. It's it's not bad. Like I kind of give it like a mild shrug. You know what I mean? Like thumbs up, thumbs down. You know, I give it a wiggly thumbs up because, again, if I were the target demographic, I feel like it would be really enjoyable. For me, it's like a weird anthropological, like, ooh, this is why I never went to house parties in college because, boy, do I hate everyone in this. Oh, so you're so saying this was every this chat. was yeah. realistically we, we, represent, representative of the uh, college of the yeah, it was like a bro house, house party. Like theory. you can go talk to some girl over by the hot tub, and he'll she'll be talking to you, and he'll be like, oh, can I get your number? I lost mine or something. Something. Like, you know, like right. bad pickup lines. Dude. And there's another, like, there's two sisters that you can play against each other. And, like, one of them is you spill stuff on her clothes and then you gotta go put her clothes in the dryer. So she just, like, stands there naked. And then, like, if you end up doing her quest chain, you know, she gives you a sexual favor and you win uh, the game. Uh, like, what, 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 one, thing I, one thing I noticed game, about yeah. that stuff is uh, a lot of the people at the party hate all the other people at the party yeah why whose friends are these it's awful derek I don't man know. Needs they some were, new friends well it's like it's like a uh, like a side quest in divinity because everyone here seemed like they were in their own <laughs> version of hell there's the one guy who's just, like people are drinking and i'm against this yeah What's it was going real on? wild but and I mean, then the one girl who won't stop dancing like john cusack no at the party from yeah, 16 like one candles girl just the, her whole quest line is just she complains she's too hot and too cold and you have to keep going back to the thermostat adjusting it it's like very <laughs> surreal but part of the thing that you can do with this game is actually make your uh, i couldn't do this and I was playing obviously like a demo version of it but you can actually uh, set up your own game and set up your own quest lines and, and set up your own interactive stuff so it has that kind of sims element to it and something uh, did disappoint me because it seemed like you could all of the male characters had the same interest bar as the female characters but nothing I did would get them to be at all interested really? yeah. okay, so I was very right. disappointed I tried talking to all of them as friendly as I could I used up almost all of the positive discussion topic options mm -hmm. they didn't budge they just had a big Jesus. not interested empty on, Chad. empty interest bar right mm -hmm. think, sometimes a Chad just wants to you know hang out with his bro match with his Patagonia Vest. He takes his pants <laughs> off when he plays Xbox. It's just what you do. Yeah. So overall, you're giving us a thumbs up. I want to give sideways. it like I want to give it like a thumbs up if you're not me. Like I personally don't really want to play it again. But there's nothing inherently wrong in this game. If you're sitting here like Laser Suit Larry meets The Sims, boy howdy, I want to play that. You'll probably enjoy it. Okay. It just needs some kinks worked out of it. But again, it needs more kinks. It does. Nice. It actually does need more kinks too. It's Whoa. really, really bland. Whoa. Like I will tell you right now, the sexual content in this is incredibly bland. Uh, like any like Chad. Some <laughs> not Chads made this. It's just bland. Stuff. It's just like, ooh, look at. Um, all right, I, Take I, you back to my room upstairs, a wink, wink. Like whoa. it's not. No, I they, think they're holding you may back have, on the extra X rating. Yeah, or something. No, Maybe. I, I think you may not have played to the game's full potential because apparently one of the uh, people wandering around is a porn star. And yeah, that's uh, the most boring one, Pat. Really? Oh, that's unfortunate. And I had high hopes <laughs> for this. So I, I know if you played the sisters against each other. Yes. One, uh, you can completely blackmail yes. in the most uh, wonderful, uh, wonderful. Uh, internet trolley type of way where it's like I'm gonna put these pictures all over social media if you don't. Well, that's do the this. thing. That's what doesn't attract then, me to it. That's what makes me be like, well, no, I don't it want to sh do this. It shouldn't. But I'm saying I, I, I observed this game this. going nth degree. And the thing is, it was probably more fun to watch than to play. 
because well, a lot of the, a lot of the attempts that I saw required restarts and very precise action. Well, that's the thing to too. Breath, you could easily goof like up. You could goof up if you accidentally like, oh, I better give this girl her whippets. But if you accidentally gave her like the cheese, that's the end of it, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> she's like pissed one girl at you likes now. rum. But if you give her wine instead, oh, how dare you? You're just how another chauvinist. Yeah, How did that? Come into giving because you a drink. none of the okay. Let me, lay, to me. let me lay it out for you. <laughs> Dating <laughs> hard, man. Let me lay it out for you. Yeah. Uh, the people who made this game have never touched a boob. I'm pretty sure. I feel like you never, <laughs> touched, never a touched a boob. Never touched a boob. Yeah. Never been to an actual party. The soft warmth of a human breast has never been in their hands that they used to code this game. Well, just the hateful rage in they, some of these missions. There's one where yeah, you're like playing... there's a lot of negativity in this game. Oh, totally. Did I you mean... play the sisters against each other? Yes. Okay, because you can lock, you can go through the game and uh, and prep for a mission. You you close and lock all the bathroom doors. Yes. Then to get a sexual favor from one girl who hates her sister, you go to the sister uh, and offer to wash her. Uh, you, that's what I was talking about. That's what I was talking about. You offer to wash her clothes for her, and you put them in this like, and the dryer's like weirdly bouncy. It's, there's a lot of surreal elements to this. You can then uh, give her a drink while she waits that you put. While eye she drops stands in. there naked, don't mind, mind you. While yes. she stands there fully naked. Mm-hmm. Well, because the you're game... so charming, you've got her. You've gotten her to take not just her clothes off, and her underwear, so off, but her underwear as well. Yeah. yeah. And well, then you uh, you put her in a situation where she needs the bathroom badly, but you've gone through and locked all the doors. So now <laughs> she's she's stuck having to walk through the party naked and then she's crying out for help but you've got the bathroom key so you can give her This is it, awful. Oh never no it is it is it is, it is spectacularly That's that's my official review. Horrible. Uh, never uh, developers have never touched a human boob. Yet still well, it's still party. it's still in early access so who knows maybe they'll add in better boobology. All right so I'm talking on it I'm being funny appropriate but feminist uh, example of, of n- gaming by the time they're done. Well here's right? the thing like not every game has to appeal to everybody and if you're you know a 19 year old boy maybe this is the game for you. Sounds but but it's okay. Like it, 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 I'm surprised okay, right? yeah. by how thorough they are. Like I want to give them props almost for like I'm really impressed with just how much dialogue, terrible though it may be. There's an awful lot of interactions. Well, true. Yeah, we're there's an impressive out, amount. Fair, there's an impressive amount of interactions in this game. To be fair, it is thorough. You're right, and they do go deep into the quest themselves. So good. I think good it's more for you guys. Yeah, it's, it's if you're if you're of the right audience. I yeah, think I think, yeah. I think I think you're right. I think uh, I'm effort. glad you gave it a thumbs up. I think it does. Because I give it a thumbs up because just because it doesn't appeal to me doesn't make it a bad game. Which it's is a good distinction too. You people it's forget that all the time. It's not inherently a bad game. It just isn't. I'm not going to sit down and say, "Ooh, I want to play House Party again." Yeah. But again, if you're like, "Ooh, I want to see, I want to see a pixelated boob," you know, <laughs> I want to look, that's, dude. That's, I don't have. Yeah, I just, I just, somebody. I just got a new game uh, called Tusks, which is a, a gay orc dating sim. So I'm busy. Tusks. Tusks reminds awesome. me of the uh, yeah. Kevin Smith movie. Is it? Uh, no, don't bring that up. Don't bring that oh, up. We're not sorry, going there. That. We're I, not I, going okay, there. Okay. All right. All right. No, 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 no. I'm already upset. All right, no, so no. Okay. House Party available right yep. now on Steam for $15. All right. And uh, now you've been waiting you have patiently with a Zen-like patience. And now right. Black Adam Willis is going to give you the inside stuff, the lowdown. Oh, man, you're going to have to help me with this because, with, yeah, we got the, uh, what do we got? What's We are talking about Cloverfield Paradox, Paradox. this latest movie uh, out from Netflix right now in the Cloverfield um, series franchise. I was going to say trilogy, but they've actually uh, announced that they have uh, part four. But what, this is came out of nowhere. It just plopped out there. All of a sudden, it plopped out there. All of a sudden, you get, uh, from what I understand, too, is uh, 
a 30-second ad during the Super Bowl that cost $5 million. Yes, that's Great. correct. Which is like, Love it just it. dropped out of like a Dosos Machina, like out of the sky, and here's this movie, and then it got everybody to go watch it, and it tries so desperately to connect it to the yeah. events of yeah. the first movie, and it's well, there's just a rich... not something that happened. The first one came out in what, 2008, and this is like <laughs> in the future, yeah. and they're in outer space, and they're on this spaceship, and they yeah. got to solve something. That there's this energy issue on Earth that could lead to. Well, I'll give the breakdown war. right now. Um, Cloverfield Paradox takes place in 2028, which is 20 years after the original Cloverfield Correct. movie takes place in the year it was released, 2008. Now, in 2028. Earth had we've 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 come to the end of our energy reserves. We're run we've run out of energy. There's no way we can uh, continue to generate enough to sustain the human race. We're just done. It's depleted, right. and they've estimated that too within much Wi-Fi being so, used. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, people people keep playing with their Roombas. And, yep. uh, won't turn the lights off when they go out. It's it's crazy. <laughs> um, what they've uh, calculated is uh, five years absolute max is the amount of energy left on Earth, and we're desperate. But what they've also come up with is a solution. Very similar. Now, this was one of the things that I thought was pretty cool that they did, or at least this movie did, and I'll mention why I isolate those two in a, in a, in a, in a, in a minute, yeah. is they've related the um, solution that this movie represents to uh, Bill Nye's um, theory, theory, and uh, nothing's been, there's no hard evidence to back this up, but he theorized that the discovery of the God Particle could possibly lead, uh, this was a couple years back, but yeah. uh, could possibly lead to uh, mankind discovering a perpetual energy source an inexhaustible source of energy that will eliminate the need for um, the m methods we have in operation yeah, now. Fossil fuels, fossil et fuels, uh, hydroelectric electricity. Well, it just seems that. where the now, first one's a monster movie, and that's what you're kind well, of buying into, and then it makes it like this hard. Yeah, this is very different. The story here is science movie. It just, I think people, they, the makers of this, like really overestimated the interest. Oh, totally. But, of, but felt, um, of who wants to watch it, and it I felt like, like a very good movie. For the Sci-Fi Channel, correct. And a very which means mediocre it's a bad movie, movie, a very mediocre movie for human beings striving to be. We're going to release this on Netflix instead of theaters, but it's just as good as what we release for theaters. And it just felt everything felt very cliche. I yeah. mean, uh, not to give away too too much about it, but oh, there's uh, you know uh, the main character uh, they were is going. Um, she has her a tragic backstory where her children have passed away and 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 so she goes to work on this space station and the the main overarching plot uh, I don't know if I should uh, say, ahead, yeah. uh, they basically b b punch a hole through to an alternate reality and it's basically erases Earth. it sounds well. like that's gonna be super cool and then it's just like not very cool at all yeah no, it seems like when you said this, it is, just it just isn't very like whoa. That's the plot, and you're just you get there, and you're like, uh, I should be way more interested in this, but I'm just not. Yeah, when you said like, this is not, I'm not the demographic for this. Like, I am certainly not that. Like I said, I think they overestimated who's going to be interested in like how people are like clamoring for more Cloverfield, and I just don't think it, that's the case. It almost veered uh, for At least those not for me for those who saw Cloverfield Lane, which was only announced to have been a Cloverfield follow-up right before its release. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And and for those who don't know that, really quick, uh, that's the one where like a, a woman's in an underground bunker and she doesn't know what's going on, and then as time goes on, it's revealed that there's been like a cataclysmic event, and it turns out that there's you know like aliens and stuff. It's crazy. And she leaves, and, and it takes place yeah. in the Cloverfield. Universe. universe this almost took a hard turn the opposite direction where that movie was all suspense thriller 
and like figuring out like the pieces of like what's going on why is she locked in this bunker what what happened what what cataclysmic event happened this is almost like you know a star trek episode yeah th- see, which the- isn't bad in itself but it's not the same demographic as the cloverfield which in, and to refresh people's memory the original cloverfield which is all like supposedly you know found footage almost found like shaky, shaky cam, cam. Yeah. see the second one 10 cloverfield lane actually works as a movie you're right you know yeah. and like as you know it's got the suspense you're trying to piece it together this one just is you're right it seems like a, it feels a like bad an episode. tv episode it feels like an episode feels, of something it feels like there's more that should be surrounding it that we're not getting but it's such a generic thing where it's a, it, the way even it was advertised it was advertised like it was a you know i think a doritos or something like that you know what i mean and it feels <laughs> as such you know what i mean this is like you advertise it that way it's about as exciting for me well it runs into the problem of this was hyped uh, at a major event and Netflix assumed that this was going to be a big reveal and it's uh, debuting right after the Super Bowl so they gave the uh, first advertisement for it during the Super Bowl at halftime like five so, million dollars like I said that's yeah. an expensive yeah. one off you know what I mean and given a lot of people are going to see it but like it is but they did a very uh, unique thing with this where you didn't have to go to the movie the, the movie theater to see this on. major release yeah. you could watch it right after the Super Bowl it was readily available and a lot of people did and I think that was was very smart of them because they knew what they had here this is not going to be a blockbuster and it's felt- not going to be the traumatic the dramatic follow-up yeah. to uh cloverfield and 10 cloverfield lane that they hoped it would be but i think somebody knew that and they decided this was the right time to release yeah, it well they this is how we're gonna release yeah. this, this crap because i mean they're marketing i don't fault their marketing it's well, just again that's the thing though it got me all hype like oh man i love the cloverfield movies i'm really excited maybe this will give some insight into like where the monster comes from whatever and it just felt very bland well, jj abrams is if he does anything well, he markets a movie well. You know what I mean? Like that he, was, he, yeah. Everything was very cliche. The director, there was nothing he, exciting. Uh, who no. uh, what's the name? Uh, Julius Una, okay. which uh, doesn't really have many credits to her name. Um, I don't know anything that they've done before this, but yeah, this seems and it has a lot of great actors too. You know oh, what no, I mean? A lot of good performances. Uh, David Owello, uh, Owello, yeah. and he's um, I think way too overqualified to be doing something like this. Well, everyone had a had a had a pedigree, and I think the unfortunate uh, reality, yeah. the unfortunate reality of uh, Cloverfield Paradox is they had a script mm-hmm. that they've gone out of the way to tie to Cloverfield, the the franchise, and then they needed actors with enough clout. To make it seem like no, we're paying. This is we're a legit actual movie that you should, you know, exactly. Be and they chose people right that um, should have been able to give great performances and did give, I think, the best case scenario performances they for could what give. they ha- were dealing with. But the problem is, yes, they had nothing. All not necessarily nothing to do, but they were wasted in these roles. They have Zhang Yi in uh, in this uh, right. picture playing. I won't say a nothing role, but kind of a side character. Uh, displaying n- none of her uh, very well. Uh, That's what I'm saying. Extremely uh, overqualified uh, actors. Abilities, yes. Um, it's just people are dispatched with no respect and no regard. Yeah. Which I mean, you you, you is it's cool when it happens in a movie because you think, oh, George Clooney's in this. I guess he's living to the end, and then he doesn't. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of cool to see because they're actors playing a role that's not. Oh God, well you know it's automatically going to be Denzel's movie. You know that I right. like, but the fact is. They don't use anybody to full effect in this. Yeah. And that, I think, is a damn shame. Well, also, I, there's two different, also, there's two different movies happening here. Mm. And that's one thing that really it's really jarring when you watch. Because there's a story of the people in the, um, in the, in the space station, yep. which in itself is one 
contained story. A lot of stuff happens there and it's really hard to follow, but if you watch it two or three times, which you can thanks to the wonders of Netflix, yeah, you get the story and really things, even though they don't make sense, they're more coherent and you understand why they don't make sense. The then there's a story on Earth where there's the husband of the woman who's on the space station, our main character. And we don't know what the hell's going on with him because he's in the middle of a story that branches five or six times and then you never get a follow-up because yeah. it's like you're coming back in, oh, perfect example. It's like you're watching a TV show. That one goes to commercial, so you switch the channel and you start watching a second watching show. Watching something else, yep. that's far, yeah. Uh, enough time has passed, you go back to the main show and then commercials come around again, so you go back to the second show with no understanding of what's happened. They're just at a different point in the story. That's where I come just to pick up and go. with this movie. And the first, the, the only thing I have to ask at the end of this is why? Like, why do it? Well, because there was one point is this movie, yeah. Uh, I think uh, I think Johnny's getting a little antsy to know whether or not we give this a thumbs up. Or I give it a thumbs down. down. I give it a thumbs down because what I was going to say, um, it almost felt like something that would have worked better as a miniseries. Mm -hmm. Not that I want more of this because it wasn't very good. Well, that's it. But yeah. it, it almost like didn't have enough time to do everything it wanted to do, and therefore many things fell flat. For example, the B plot, if you will, of everything happening on Earth was actually quite intriguing, and I feel like we almost didn't see it enough because it kept cutting back to the space station, where I'm kind of going, I don't care about anything. Yeah. What the hell? hell's going on here in the first place because <laughs> they introduce a lot of i won't say red herrings but like um false stars the uh the brothers driving through the wreckage and then well first of all the brothers are driving through the streets and then we cut to the space station cool actions going back there we can cut back to him there's wreckage all over the place and he's he's frazzling he's on the phone with somebody who we never see and yeah. then we cut back to the space station cool we cut back to him suddenly there's a little girl talking about her uncle's dead and the family like where the hell did she come from yeah why is there just uh, a they want to feel like, like they're in the building suspense that's they're what just i mean like i feel like if this were like a sci-fi channel miniseries it could have worked it right this is like right after sharknado you can watch this well yeah. this was yeah. two different ones that had the crossover uh section like when sharknado met uh uh lava lantula that would have but been a you thing. get you get hold on the, i want to hear from i want to hear from just johnny you've been Lancia? awfully silent throughout this whole thing and yeah. you, you saw this i saw this picture too give us your impression like, right, so are you a thumbs up or down real quick i want to hear your impressions first before i make uh, my ultimate decision I, oh. it, well, my, mine's up there it's it's a thumbs down i mean i'm with i'm all right. with all you guys there's uh it's just a big giant mess and a whole lot of things that are uh derived from a bunch of other movies especially event horizon uh that so this yeah, movie doesn't have its own yeah, i can see that yeah, yep. doesn't have its own identity uh, and when it tries to get its own identity is the parts where it tries to tie itself into past Cloverfield movies mm -hmm. that's when it's yes this is what makes this movie unique other than that the main actress is the star of the show she was amazing and that arc that part of the story I actually really like the decision that she had to make at the very end like I felt that moment I a little little Tear came down from the eye. <laughs> that wow. part was the only thing Johnny about this that was redeeming. the worst thing you've ever seen. To warm the cockles of his heart. Well, th that, to me, the that was the only black heart. the only redeeming factor about this movie was her arc, her story. No, I agree completely. I, didn't, I don't think they executed it uh, as best as they could because they Clearly, they had that yeah. disconnect between uh, her husband and and her. You know, cutting to the husband. The husband moments were kind of like only there to help solidify to help give that extra punch to they were her there story. to give her though the wife's story more weight yeah she yeah. has more to lose than we initially saw yeah. and they really hammer that 
uh, into your face. I mean, you can run with that and make a good movie out of it, but it's the the, the jumping around, well, the convolutedness of. Here's what it leaves everything. the audience with, and I'm going to give my rating right now. I I'm actually giving this the thumbs up. Believe Get it or not. out of my life! And I'm giving Whoa. it the thumbs up because it's not a great movie. It's not necessarily a good movie, but if you and this is the caveat if you go beyond this picture itself and see how they've ham-fistedly forced it into the cloverfield uh, mythos now it's essentially a thing which is unfortunate not unfortunate i think they had cloverfield and then they realized we can actually do something with this more than we had intended to this was going to be a monster movie with a unique perspective and coming into that thank you for that non-biased opinion <laughs> and coming into it from that point of view it was a unique thing they did about 10 years ago let it die but then they came out with cloverfield lane which we thought was going to be a direct sequel it's not but going beyond the movie itself when you find out the uh when you go to the website there's also an associated game and all the links they've placed between those it's a reminiscent of um there was a tv show and game series sci-fi did uh, a few years back called defiance and when you watch the tv show defiance it was just okay when you play the game defiant it was just okay but if you played the game and the tv show they were symbiotic and together they were actually a really good story that because they were so disjointed on their own didn't really get much um much exposure to various audiences and then didn't really uh, have the strength to sustain itself over time that's what i'm seeing in cloverfield now the individual movies themselves are just okay the movies combined with the website combined with the game all that stuff has this really rich ridiculously complex lore that is symbiotic it all ties into itself and makes a really good story that being said i give this a thumbs up begrudgingly because yes in this picture they failed because they tried to do too much and essentially they half-assed it hard yeah but yeah. how now, can you give a thumbs up to an actual picture, because, thing you admit is, you not is crap let me finish now the reason i'm giving it a thumbs up is because they half-assed this true but they got a lot of good actors to make a script that was not initially meant for cloverfield this yeah. was a separate movie that they've, like I said, ham-fistedly forced into the Cloverfield uh, uh, franchise, but they've done so with legitimate effort. And they've gone out of their way to include certain things, several things that make that connect this to the other Cloverfield movies, which I think will, and I'm, I'm really going out of a limb here, will be redeemed with the fourth movie. It's an incomplete right now. Um, Donald Logue plays a guy, a uh, conspiracy theorist, who is much like the Bill Nye character. Uh, that I mentioned earlier, and he—if you pay attention to his name, which you don't really get—they gloss over it in the movie. But in the that was uh, the guy in the TV screen, right? Yes, in the uh, on the website, especially uh, going beyond, you'll find that he is related to um, John Goodman's character in Ten Cloverfield Lane, as is the woman interviewing him, who is the woman, uh, or at least played by the same actress. We haven't uh, we haven't been confirmed yet, but uh, is likely the same woman who tried to break into the bunker on uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane, you know, uh, different things like that. The um, uh, Megan, the uh, daughter that um, John Goodman talks about endlessly in 10 Cloverfield Lane was um, the uh, the uh, girl that was killed at the end of the first Cloverfield movie. Also, what you got? We got a rebuttal. What do you? I thought that his daughter was another woman that he had kidnapped. No, his daughter was named Megan. She died before. She's the main. Well, I've only watched the movie when it came out. I didn't watch it again, so I could be off. You got to follow the random stuff. There is like JFK assassination level 
of, uh, of, of theories around this franchise, which if you go into all that crap and then you can fit how it fits into the Cloverfield franchise, this movie makes a lot more sense and it's a lot better as a movie. But as a picture itself, you all are completely justified in your thumbs down. And I'm also not saying this is a good movie. I'm saying as an addition to the Cloverfield uh, uh, fran franchise, it, it sucks to say that. But I give it a thumbs up on that level and with that in mind. So take that as you will. Um, but I'm really going out on a limb that the fourth movie will be good. So let's uh, take it all with a grain of salt and we'll see what's up. Herb, any final words? Uh, I heard the fourth one's going to be Undead Nazis or something like that. Oh, sweet Jesus. All right, well, I think uh, that about wraps it up. Um, I've, I, I can't justify that. This has been The Geek Down here on WEMF Radio. I want to thank you all for joining us for another action-packed, fun-filled show with so much turmoil. Black Adam was yep. leaving the studio in a huff right now. I want to remind you all. I'm sorry, man. I know it gets rough sometimes. You going to be okay? All right, he's fine. All right, I want to remind you all, if you uh, were listening on WMFRadio.com, you can also see us if you can watch on twitch.tv slash thegeekdown. Also, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter. Subscribe. Catch us on YouTube. We'd like to see our pretty faces in video form. And just hop on iTunes. We're right there if you search The Geek Down. And we are the first uh, ones to come up. And also, if you have anything to say on Cloverfield or on Black Panther or a house party, you want to let us know how much you love the games and your secrets for getting everyone into bed. If you've touched a boob and you want to fight me. If you touched the boob or you got Frank to touch your junk, uh, hit us up at geekdownradio at gmail.com. Let us know what's going down. And we will catch you all next Monday night right here, 9 p.m. on WF Radio. Same bat time, same bat channel. I want to thank just Johnny. Nope. I want to thank Mix Macabre. No problem. I want to thank DJ Herbie Herb. No problem. I want to thank Black Adam Willis, and I want to thank you for joining us. You can catch us all right here. <laughs> <laughs> but until next week, be excellent to each other. Peace.